Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Okay, so this talk was inspired by a brilliant young man that I know. He asked me this question. He goes, how can I communicate in ways and have a more positive impact on the people I'm talking to? I thought, oh my God, I love that. That's a great question to ask. So here it is. Communication on stealth mode, right? <laughs> how you communicate will make or break your life. Isn't that true? And guess what? You're always communicating. Always. Even when you're silent, you are communicating. In fact, silence could be the ultimate communicator. The way you communicate to the world around you is exactly how the world is perceiving you. True statement? You with me on that? And it also happens to be based upon how you are perceiving yourself. This is important stuff, isn't it? Have you noticed that some people are just more fun to hang around with? They're just more fun to be with. This has to do with how they communicate with the world. It actually has to do with how they see themselves, too. In fact, the most powerful way of communication really doesn't involve any words. You know what it is? It's a look. It's a glance. It's the shake of your head. It's hand gestures. It's body language. It's your demeanor. Or the ultimate, like we said earlier, it's silence. By the way, in a conversation setting, silence is agreement. You all know that? Silence is absolute agreement. If I were to say to you that the person was completely wrong in how they treated the other person, and you didn't disagree with me, and you were just silent, you just agree with me. Silence is always agreement. You're always communicating with everyone around you all the time on some level. Have you ever been somewhere in public and there's two people arguing? They may be just arguing between the two of them, but they're impacting everybody in the room because they're communicating with everybody else in the room. You with me on this? I believe the real difference between people is an energy. It's not an education. It's not an IQ. It's not in their vocation. It's in the positive, powerful vibration that everyone around them can feel them. It's how they communicate with the world around them. Your communication and determination should never clash. Follow me on this. Your communication and your determination to get something done should never clash with each other. No matter how frustrated you may become, never mistreat people. Always value people. Always value people over the goal. It's people over things every day, all day. So here's an observation. If two people are talking and one person's upset, the other person tends to always try to calm them down. You ever notice that? There's always the one that's upset and then there's the one that is the calmer downer. Try this one day. When you're with someone that's upset, rather than taking on the position of calming them down, get more upset than they are. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to force them to calm you down because you're more upset. It's kind of funny the way it works, but in th this example shows that when we communicate, you can open up a vacuum, a void that the other person must fill. This is communication on stealth level, guys. Here's another example that follows the same lines. Imagine if you're trying to get in touch with someone and they just won't return your call and you're calling day after day after day and they just, they just don't call you back. 
you may want to learn about their product or whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. You're just trying to get a hold of them and they won't call you back. When you finally get them on the phone, you could say to them, why didn't you call me back? Why didn't you return my call? You know what the problem with this question is? Because the answer is most likely because you're just not important to me. <laughs> that's, that's probably the answer. <laughs> you're just not important enough to me. <laughs> no matter what the answer is, it's not worth asking the question because you're backing them into a corner. And like people, like most animals, they bite when they're backed into a corner. Here's a better approach to this whole situation. You finally get them on the phone. Hello. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for taking the time with me. I'm so sorry. I may not be communicating well. I've been trying to get in touch with you for so long. Is there a way I can do it better in the future? What can they say? With this, you've opened up a void of compassion for you. You've taken their blame. You've taken on their shortcomings. How else could they respond? You've left a void for them to fill up. There's not many options for them, is there? Because you've assumed their role of apologizing and being humble and kind, they must assume the role of being forgiving, hopeful, uplifting to you. Besides, in business, there is no such thing as business relationships. That doesn't exist. It's always 100% of the time relationships, <laughs> personal relationships. People do business with people. Businesses don't do business with businesses. It's people and people. And people only do business with people they like and trust. Always remember, people must first like you and trust you, then they'll work with you. The root cause of most communication problems is one person thinking they know better, or even worse, that they are better than the other person. Well, that comes down to contempt. You think you're better than someone else, you're kind of in contempt, and that stuff doesn't work. You ever have a boss that thought they're better than you? How'd it go? <laughs> Generally not the best, right? When, communication, when communicating with people, we should always think that the other person is doing the very best they can. That's it. It keeps you humble. It keeps you out of arrogance. You've probably heard me saying this before. Always convert problems into challenges and remove the challenge as far away from the person as you can. This is communication on stealth mode. Here's what I mean by separating the problem from the person. In our phone call example, where you've been trying to get on the, in touch with them without success, when you finally get them on the phone, the problem should never be with the person. It's with the company. Give them an out. You'd say something like this, I'm so sorry. I've been trying to get a hold of ABC or XYZ company for so long. And I'm sure, I'm sure I'm going wrong somewhere. I'm doing my best, but I just can't seem to get a hold of anyone. I've heard that your company is so great to work with. Are you able to help me? Of course they're going to be able to help you. You've now given them no choice. You, th you see it? When you give people a good name to live up to, guess what? They usually live up to it. People perform to the expectations that are expected of them, period. Taking an approach like this definitely beats. <laughs> Imagine, what in the world? You're impossible to get a hold of. It's like you don't even want my business. Look what it took me to get, just get a hold of you. That generally doesn't go too well. So here's the rule. Always let people save face. In fact, give them a way to save face. Give them an out. The world is much smaller than you think. People are more connected than anyone realizes. The way you communicate is like a vibration you're sending out into the world. Positive or negative, people are feeling you. And I believe we can only live a successful life if others want you to be successful. That's it. No one can succeed alone. It takes a team. And just like ethics and morals don't matter in a universe of one, in a world of a billion, communication is everything.
The best communicators are people builders. They find ways to give other people the credit. They take the blame. They're fast to forgive and they're very lavish with their praise. They use words like us and we much more often than me and I. They understand that they are projecting their confidence or lack thereof to everyone they meet. They know by speaking uplifting, hopeful words of praise, they're lifting themselves up. By forgiving others, they're forgiving themselves. By encouraging others, guess who they're encouraging? Themselves. And by loving others, well, they have to love themselves. And remember, you're always communicating. It's important to hear what isn't being said. Before I didn't even hit record, so we missed that little interaction. But no, so I was telling Randy, so I'm in sales while mm-hmm. I'm building my business out here. So I do a lot of business to business sales. I'm field sales, so essentially knocking on doors, asking, you know, like what can I do to help add value to your business? Like what can I do to alleviate a lot of the pain that you have right now? Mm-hmm. And hopefully my services assist. So the idea of right, and there's a lot of cold calling, like days, like hours and hours and hours and hours of cold calling, probably like. You know, for every hundred dials, I'm getting one person that might be interested. Wow. So I navigate and move to that whole idea of the apology. Like, mm-hmm. I know the guy that that's on the other line is way too busy, or right now it's not the perfect time. Like, it doesn't make sense for them to reevaluate. It never is, yeah. But I always assume that. So what my step, what I do is I'll call, no answer. I'll leave a voicemail, and I'll send him an, an email immediately right after. Hey, uh, uh, John, or hey, Randy. Sorry, I missed you. I know I'm probably catching you at a bad time. I do apologize. I'll try to do better for the future. That's awesome. I'll follow with you sometime <laughs> such and such next week. Yep. And like nine times out of 10, their response is, you know, like, hey, sorry, not interested right now. Totally understand. When would you be interested? I'd love to follow up then. And mm-hmm. it just, and it goes, neat. but you see what I mean? Yep, so I do. it's funny when you say it like that, like always assume, like you take on the apology, like just mm-hmm. do it. Yep. And it works, right? It's funny how you and I butted That's heads on the one analogy of the apology, and yet I'm using apologies for yeah. certain things now. How neat is that, right? You assume their position. You put yourself in their spot. You 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 say their words to them. Yeah. Right. And, and I get it because it makes right. sense. Right. And right, the last thing anybody's trying to do is is deal with it, right? Because it's a process. You as a business owner, you deal with it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it's the last thing you want to do. All you want to do is focus on your business. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now there's another problem. Mm-hmm. There's somebody. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. Like I totally get it. So much that I'm like, I am so business facing that I totally understand that it's like, this guy sucks. He's annoying. It's like, yeah, I am annoying. I totally get it. I want to help. What can I do to help? And if right now it doesn't make sense to help, Mm -hmm. by all means, just tell me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the thorn on your side. I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, 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 just tell me. Hey, dude, right right now is not it. Totally get it. I'll follow up with you when it is. And then that's the relationships. And they're like, all right. And then they find out every once in a while, they're sitting in the office and they're like, well, I have a quick question about this. Who should I go to? Hey, Karen, remember that boring dude? Uh, you remember that mm-hmm. annoying guy? Yep. Shoot him a call. That was polite and courteous. Yes. And, yep. That's what it was. Exactly. And it's like, great. And those are the type of people that I love mm-hmm. doing business with. Pretty neat. Because it works. You know what, what comes to mind as we're talking about this stuff is, you know the movie Shark Tank or the TV show Shark Tank? You know, when they're sitting up there. Oh, and, with like Mark Cuban, yeah. Kevin O'Leary and all them. Yep. Yeah. Mark, and that's the guy, Mark Cuban. You ever notice how quiet he is during that show? Mm-hmm. He doesn't speak much. But, and that, that is powerful communication. He's, and he's the richest one up there. 
Oh, really? Mark Cuban? I didn't know that. Oh, he's oh yeah, he's well, he's on there. The Mavericks. He has all those business. Yeah, I think he's worth like three point four point some billion dollars. It's pretty neat. Yeah, pretty neat. And you know, it's and it's to see that he always speaks last. He stays silent. He was taking it in. Mm-hmm. And I thought there that's the one of the best lessons when it comes to communication. You know, take it in. You know. Yeah, the smart. What is it? The smartest man in the room is the most quiet one. A lot of times, right? Right. right? They're just absorbing and they're listening and they're trying to understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there was a quote that I almost put in this, where it says, oh, it, "It had a word in there. I didn't, I didn't like it. It was a, uh, it was the word fools. I know I don't like you to use the word fools. I think, you know, is anyone a fool? I don't think so. I mean, I've made foolish decisions. So mm-hmm. am I a fool? You know what I mean? No, like, I, I hate you, that word. The decision you know? is foolish, exactly. but you're not a fool for right, it. Right, right. So no one's like condemned to being a fool. But and the word, the the quote goes, "Fools speak to fill the void." while wise people speak because they have something to say. I thought that's a great quote. Son of a gun. Good stuff, right? Another (laughs) one. That's a good one. Son of a gun. Am I a fool? Now we got to think about it and start breaking (laughs) it down. (laughs) Son of a gun. Thanks, Randy. Communication is everything, isn't it? It's our our vibration. It's how we project ourselves. And I think a big key to communication is, is having the ability to see yourself through other people's perspectives. And that's that can be challenging. You know, well, it's it causes really... you to look at yourself, right? Right, like it causes you to take a step back and go, you know, you might think of yourself in one way, but what are the actions or what you're saying? How is it actually being perceived? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes mm-hmm. it might not be mm-hmm. like, and you're not doing it intentionally, but right. it might not be how you're thinking it is. Yeah, right. Yep. It's, it's like it's... reading the room. Exactly. Right. It goes back to that personal accountability. You know, who's responsible for you? You are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're responsible for everything about your life, including how you're projecting yourself to the world. You know? Fun stuff. Fun stuff.